The Odd Father Podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Hi, this guy here is Chris. He used to be a research scientist in the field of molecular biology until, he reckons, God told him he wanted him to look after a suburban church. And this is Pete, who used to be in commercial media until he became a novelist and started teaching people how to be highly creative. One thing we have in common, we've both met God. Yep, and we love people, but we really love God and we love being his children. But we both find being God's kids can be baffling. So... That's why we got together, not to find the answers, but to try and find the right questions. All right, Chris, are you ready for another one? Let's, I'm uh, raring to go. Let's see if we can uh, confuse ourselves completely. This is, this is one that comes up quite often and I think culturally um, is a real problem for us. The question is very, very simple I want to start with. Can we, can we love people who we see as evil? Well, you just have to ask Austin Powers because he has his nemesis, Dr. Evil. Yeah, okay. Um, if you're not going to take this seriously. He's quite lovable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we see people as evil. We talk about them all the time. There are evil people in the world. It's an evil world out there. It's a bad world. You know, there's horrible things going on all around the world. Can we love those people? Should we love those people? Well, I think there's quite a difference. Can we is probably harder to do than than should we yeah i think in terms of anybody who's sort of read the bible and Mm. and seen the fact that you know the new testament does actually state you love your enemies yeah um we know that we should Mm. um but i think whether we can or not is all tied up in in what that what that actually means to love your enemies because automatically i think we tend to go to the idea that love is this um emotional sort of soapy uh, feeling thing. Soft, good feeling, happiness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that we should see an evil person. There should be yeah. that music and the rays of sunshine and little it's bunnies the, um, hopping around. And What's the what's the Darth Vader light motif? The dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that should happen as soon as they walk in. Yeah. And, and Yeah, and we expect people to sort of... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so basically, anyone with an iron lung is evil. That's what. Yeah. That's kind of what. Which is you know, that's kind <laughs> of how just, it feels. Yeah, that, it's, yeah it's medically strange, very uh, yeah. sort of unsatisfying. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it, it also doesn't help in that we divide people into you know, there's good people and there's evil people. Yeah. Uh, which then indicates that there is no good in anyone we think is evil, mm-hmm. and there is no evil in anyone we think is good, and mm. we actually know that that is not true. And also. We're always on the side of the good ones. Of course. I'm not, I'm not sure anybody's saying, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the evil guys, necessarily. Um, although I think if we're all honest, we, we will admit we do stupid things and we sometimes do things wrong. Yeah. Um, and whether or not we can love ourselves when we do that is for another podcast further down the road. But for the moment, why is it so difficult for us to love people who are... And I was going to say enemies is not fair because, I, I mean, I'm thinking... Okay, l- l- let me let me put this into some sort of context. Uh, watching the news tonight, I have no doubt that at some stage on a news channel there was somebody who did something stupid and some news journalist went up to the local people and said, what do you think of this guy who ran a red light doing 150? And they'll go, I think people like that should be locked up forever. You know, yeah. that's the enemy 
and that's not loving them. You know, when we see things going wrong and our immediate response, it's nothing to do with me, mm. but that person is wrong. And we're trained to do that by, yes. this, by this media drive because, of course, that engages our emotions and makes us angry and so we feel like we're involved with something. But that trains us to just think that people who do stupid things are bad people and should be locked away. How do we overcome that? Wow. Uh, let's have another podcast. Um, <laughs> I think one person at a time. Mm. Um, I think once we know somebody who has been stupid, <laughs> it changes our view of you know what constitutes evil, mm. uh, what constitutes um, something that's unforgivable. Um, because I, I think that's the... The crux of the matter, too. To love an evil person, it to, in some sense, implies to forgive them. Now, I'm not actually Ooh. sure whether that's true. Wow. Okay. Um, because, wow. Yeah, I mean, if you look at some someone like, you know, as you said, what's in the news? Yeah. If you're in America, there's a, I think, is there a one in four chance that there's been a school shooting or a mass shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, uh, no doubt by the time this pops out, there will have been one just recently. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, they're every day or uh, every second day. Uh, yeah. And so the automatic view is that there's an evil person who has no redeeming qualities. And is doing something horrible. Is doing something horrible and needs to be either locked away forever or face the death penalty. Hmm. Uh, and they're, they're sort of the, the four sort of keys to an evil person, hmm. if you like. Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure that we're called to th- think that way. And I don't think God thinks that way. Um, and so, but it, it, do, it does require, I think, effort. We've actually got to think clearly and we've got to think beyond the emotional input of, of um, burn them, they're a witch. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, which you know is in some ways a mob mentality. Yeah, I think so. And actually, that yeah, that, that true. And that's where the media kicks in with that mob mentality because mm. that's easy. That's an easy sell. But you have a choice, don't you? Yes. And see, the problem is the church can become a mob. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Know, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And so. I think it it has to travel from the realm of our um, emotional senses Mm -hmm. to a a deeper understanding that uh, if we believe that God is almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, Mm -hmm. creator of every human being, then he has created these people and Mm -hmm. therefore there is a spark of, of good, of decency, of honesty in them. Now, well, it, might have been crushed or apparently non-existent. I believe that it's very um, uh, arrogant of us mm. to assume that just because we can't see any good in these people, that God can't. I would actually go one step further and pose the question in a different way, and I think this is even harder, that we everybody's been created by God, right? And one of these people walks into a primary school and guns down 12 kids. Right. That person was created by God because he loves them. Even after they've walked into a primary school and gunned down 12 kids, God still loves that person. 
can I? Yes, I think if we understand what <laughs> I don't know what that can. that love means. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think it means to to think well. Um, to let them off the hook. Yes. Or to to uh, yeah. This is what you're saying before about can I forgive them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in some ways in, in, we in forming a society, a community, whether it's a church community, a bit the larger society, we have checks and balances and rules and laws um, to keep order in our, our society. And so, when people break those laws and rules, there've got to be consequences. Yeah. And I think, and especially forgiving people isn't isn't foregoing the consequences. No. no. It's it's recognizing that they've made a mistake. The degree of the mistake would determine the degree of of punishment, but that's a human. So you're saying that's and uh, yeah, that's a, so that's a human. There's a human aspect that is a human. I guess justice, a cultural protection thing, even where it's got to be known that walking into a primary school and shooting twelve people is not acceptable. Yeah, and we have to make that blatantly clear. Of course, for some reason in America, they've forgotten how to do that. Um, something to do with guns, I believe. Yeah, something to do. Who knew? But there is there is this sense as well that that's only for here, here on earth, and that like the 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 Bible actually says God lets the rain fall on the good, and on the bad. Yeah, the good will prosper, the bad will prosper. He will grow the crops of the good and the bad. That's okay, for now. That's the way the earth is operating at the moment. God loves all of them, even the bad people. Yeah, can we? That's the that's the choice, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Um. And I think it's it presents us with a dilemma because a lot of these things, if we if we get away from the murderers and the rapists and the and the um, school killers and things, yeah, you know, from the extremes, yeah, yeah, you've got situations in countries, for instance, mm. where governments are beset by terrorists, yep. who don't think the government's doing the right thing and have taken to violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To correct things. Yep. Now that the terrorists uh, and the very word is, you know, they are terrible people, yep. if you like, who are um, attacking the rightful government mm-hmm. um, in the in the wrong way. Yeah, and and they are bad people until yep. they win and become the government. Yeah, and yeah. then roles reverse. They're, they're yeah. the government. They're seeking recognition. They've achieved their goals. They've liberated, uh, yeah. in inverted commas, yeah. sometimes the the people. And they are now the rightful government. So, so they so they're no longer the, the evil, evil people. guys. Yeah, they are now the good guys. So was it? There's a fine line, but well, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. I think mm. is, the, is the yeah. is the phrase that works. And I think the same the same thing goes here in Australia that we really have to look at is refugees, mm. refugees, you know, illegal aliens and all that sort of stuff is a huge subject that probably is in the same area, but we're probably not going to get to right now. Mm. Um, so I think it's a very muddy situation. Mm. Um, How we but, actually do yeah. it. But I think we, we, to love your enemies is actually possibly to, to show them the grace that God does. Uh, it doesn't involve liking them or uh, approving of their actions or anything, but giving them the grace that at some point they can repent and change the life. All right, we haven't had enough curly questions so far during this particular chat, so I want to wrap up with one. This is this is uh, coming sort of full circle, I guess. You know, how do we love without conditions? How do I know if I am loving unconditionally? So, how can I love my enemy unconditionally? 
I think you touched on just before, um, saying that you know we've got to understand, we've got to love people, we've got to let them, you know, we've got to allow them to be able to come to a point of repentance. But they won't. A lot of them won't. Some of them will die like that. Um, how can we, how can we love them, unconditionally? Well, I think it's a daily thing. It's it's one of those things where. I don't think you can make a decision, well, this person's done the wrong thing, but because I'm a Christian and I know God and I'm prepared to extend the same grace that God does, that I love that person unconditionally and that, and then just forget about it because I think that that's, that's a cop-out uh, to, to one degree. And the, the other, it, it's, it's insincere. Um, I, I think you, you have to be able to look at that person and say, look, I'm going to, and each time dismantle yeah. the, the constructs that we put into our minds to say, okay, it would be very easy to hate that person mm. because of what they've done, because of the effects that they've had, the repercussions and all of that. But I'm going to choose again today to say, God is going to show them grace. I'm going to show them that grace. Yeah. And through that decision, yeah, change how I think. I think I think that's I'm I'm thinking as you say that I've got, I know a couple of couple of mates of mine who've just gone through divorces, and this is where that becomes you know because when you wake up in the middle of the night and you know your marriage has been smashed and your family's broken apart there's that you know and you want to do that, and, and I wonder you said in the, earlier that this is a choice thing we have a choice, and I wonder whether that is a moment where we have to really fight to choose not to harbour hate, but to harbour love. Yes. Or at least to harbour grace, which is love in action, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah. That, yes, I like that. That that's that is. It's it's rather than just saying the word. It's it's actually taming our emotions to mm. some degree, yeah. um, because you know, if you think of it, especially something like divorce, mm. um, the thing that causes the problems of divorcing. Mm. I mean, divorce itself is another problem. Yeah, but the, the the relationship the emotional collapse. breakdown yeah. of both parties yeah. uh, causes the, the most damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either financial, um, spiritual, emotional, and the consequences of that um, are probably far more wide-reaching than the consequence of actually being disciplined to refuse to hate the other person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, harder to do, mm. but. In terms of long-term benefit, mm. I think for both parties, um, it would change things incredibly. And it makes you a person who harbours love. Yeah. So just the process of that changes who I am inside, doesn't Develops it? Develops good habits. Yeah. I wonder then what the question we can we can wrap it up with. I, I I've written down here. Can I harbour love for person X? You know, there's everybody has somebody in their life that just goes. You know, but I wonder, can I, over the next, you know, can I harbour love for that person or grace? Part of, I think, getting over trauma of, you know, people like, and and I guess it it works in a historical context. Mm. Hitler did terrible things, Mm. but there are people today who have never heard of him Mm. and who don't know you know, what he did, whatever. Mm. And therefore, because of their ignorance, mm. don't have a hate for someone mm. that has done terrible things. 
Uh, and I think in our lives, in our own lives, we, you know, time is a what do they say? Time is a great healer. Yeah. A, a terrible cosmetic surgeon. Um, <laughs> I knew that one. Um, uh, it's supposed to go a bit more elegantly than that. But no, I was, we get the idea. Words, we get the idea. Yeah. Um, and so often we the um, trauma associated with evil people diminishes over time. Yeah. And I think. As that happens, it's much easier yeah. to come to that recognition that we should show them grace. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, it's very yeah. difficult. And I guess that's what I would love to. What I would love to. I'd like to think that I could do the opposite. And I've seen there have been cases just recently where I think there was a case. I can't remember specifics, but um, child was killed in a car accident, and the father in court said to the guy who was drunk driving, "I forgive you." And I forgive you, you, you know, I don't, I don't hold any anger against you. That the person who took your child away, that would be incredibly hard to do. But I think, could I ever get to that place? That's a question that I think I don't ever want to have to find the answer for, but I'd like to think I could say yes. Yeah, because I, I think if we can get to that place, mm. it would change us quite dramatically. So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions. 